0: Hello, 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 welcome back to Gentle and Gracious episode three. Guys, we're already on episode three. This is awesome. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited in general about life and about this podcast and what the Lord is going to continue to do. And yeah, this week I have a very special guest. On this episode, my fiancé and my love, Noah Wilcox, we're going to be talking about what purity within a relationship looks like practically, and we actually received this question from someone on the Gentle and Gracious Instagram, so if you're interested in asking questions for different episodes or for suggesting a topic to talk about, follow us at Gentle and Gracious, and... Yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to be a part of this conversation, and let's get into this. Dance it out with me. Here we go. All right. Welcome, everyone, again to the Gentle and Gracious Podcast. I'm Christina Smet, and today, like I said, we have a super special guest on today's podcast just so special he gave me this really nice piece of jewelry super special guest you know him you love him he's great amazing all the wonderful things noah wilcox my fiance hi how do you feel about being here with me today noah
1: feel great yeah, let's get it.
0: Let's get it. All right. So introduce yourself. What's your enneagram? Who are you? What do you do for fun?
1: My name's Noah, and I have sweat dripping down my arm from my <laughs> armpit. That's that's my life.
0: That's your life.
1: Welcome to me. I already sweat through one shirt today. This <laughs> is my second one. I'm a nine on the enneagram, <laughs> and. and <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. What do you do for your job?
1: I make videos for lots of people. hmm And I work at Lake Point. That also has lots of people that I make videos for. <laughs> it's fun.
0: That's how we met, right?
1: That's how we met. I was making videos for lots of teenage people <laughs> at camp in the summer. And you were there. And then... I saw you, I said hi,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you were taking out the trash and <laughs> yelling about how dirty the green room was. And I just wanted to help and clean it up.
0: Yep, guys, you heard it here. Noah is a servant's. A s- I'm a servant. <laughs> Noah has a servant's heart, guys. Look at that. Also. <clears throat> please (laughs) ladies if he's willing to take out the trash with you you know you found a good one
1: that's not the that's (laughs) not the criteria (laughs) he'll do anything
0: yeah at first that's true so would you still take out the trash with me sure sure Yeah. yeah
1: we moved in together in like a month so we'll see
0: we'll see how that goes we'll let you we'll keep you updated so to kind of break the ice, which, by the way, really quick, if any of you would like to hear an episode of like our whole story, feel free to let us know.
1: I don't know if anybody's that interested. I in know this story. That,
0: that's why I just said if you're interested, though, maybe my mom or <laughs> Chloe,
1: the people who've heard it,
0: or the people <laughs> who've heard it a thousand times that just want to hear us be <laughs> silly, then let let us know comment dms oh my gosh hashtag Noah one tina's story
1: who's a better driver
0: okay 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 wait <laughs> <laughs> so to explain what's about to happen um we're gonna do we're not newlyweds quite yet but since we're about to be newlyweds i found this fun little like newlywed game that people play uh, all their bridal showers but i <laughs> thought it would help <laughs> um Break the ice. And so we each chose three questions. So I guess Noah's going first.
1: Who's the better driver? Awkward silence.
0: (laughs) You. You're the better driver. I'm I'm humble enough (coughs) to admit that to myself and to you. My turn. We're alternating. Okay. Who has a bigger sweet tooth?
1: That's hard because I love sweet things. But I know you snack a lot on a lot of sweet things, I know. so I would say you probably snack on sweet things I'm more than me. Holding a bowl of grapes. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I'm more likely to eat a cookie rather than dinner than you are. I agree. But I think you snack on sweet things more than I do.
0: Very true. To clarify, sweet things, fruit. <laughs>
1: Fruit and quest bars <laughs> and smoothies. Yep. <laughs> mm, let's see. I had them. Uh, who would finish in a marathon first?
0: I thought of asking. That one I don't know. know. I don't know. That's a hard one. I feel like I want to believe that I'm a faster runner than you, but that's just.
1: Well, endurance marathon is about endurance, not. Then it probably so much wouldn't speed. be me. No.
0: Well, I don't.
1: I also have asthma, so.
0: That's true. So maybe it would be me, but I I, it would mostly be like
1: we would both die. Yeah, we first. <laughs> we half. would both
0: buy buy. We would both die for different reasons. You would yeah. die because you like physically couldn't breathe, and I would die because I'd be like, uh, I just want, I just want, I just want a smoothie. <laughs> I'm so done with this. Oh my gosh! But then I'd get mad at myself and I'd finish.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you'd win.
0: Or I'd just like find you and. Hold you across the finish line.
1: Drag <laughs> <laughs> me across yeah. the concrete.
0: <laughs> just kidding. Okay, my turn. Um, <laughs> Who would win an eating contest?
1: Mm, I think I could throw it down. It just depends on what it is.
0: I would agree with that.
1: I mean, if it's like vegetables, then I'm not eating them in the first place. But if it's like <laughs> something good, <laughs> I'd probably win. Like what? Like
0: what if it was a
1: what's the cookies food?
0: and cream bluebell
1: carton eating car- contest? contest carton of bluebell well you would die so
0: well I'm just saying specifically for you like would you be able to win that
1: uh I don't know I think I would probably die too <laughs>
0: <laughs> so far both of us just would end up just dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We are not successful we're at these challenges. No,
0: we're not. I feel like
1: okay. Let's ask another question. Okay, who's more likely to plan a date? Me. There you go. That's the truth. That is a very <laughs> said and done. Truth.
0: <laughs> said and done. It's just one of those things. No guys. circumstance about it. No circumstance about it. But just want to also clarify, Noah does take me on dates and pursued me i'm just better at planning dance. yeah my dates suck
1: so <laughs> if your boy's dates suck he doesn't not out. love you you gotta help that boy out yeah so give some grace anyways
0: yeah because <clears throat> i'll like plan what we're doing but then he pays for it all so yeah. it's basically it's even it's even last one last one Who is funnier
1: Uh, uh, I'm pretty hilarious, but you're pretty funny too.
0: I think we're, we're
1: different funnies.
0: I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is my funny and what is your funny?
1: I'm just stupid. I say stupid stuff (laughs) and say awkward stuff and I'm just real awkward on purpose sometimes just to make people feel uncomfortable like right now. Probably feel really uncomfortable, <laughs> I'm just kidding, and you're just you come up with witty stuff sometimes whoa,
0: sometimes <laughs> like you added <laughs> the sometimes I, I was about to be like, "Oh my gosh, sometimes
1: most of the time after the fact, and then you tell me what you're gonna say or what you had planned to so say.
0: basically, Noah is the only one who knows that I'm actually funny.
1: yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you say a good joke, like with your friends, you come home and you're like, I said a really funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we celebrate that.
0: It's good jokes are to be celebrated in life. I really do believe that, especially when you're someone who thinks of things like three days later in the shower.
1: Everybody, that's everybody. Say amen. Give me amen.
0: Amen. So now that we are moving past the fun icebreakers, we wanted to focus this podcast episode on purity. I received a question on the Gentle and Gracious Instagram asking, how do you keep your relationship pure while battling with society's views on relationships? And so just kind of wanted to start a conversation with you guys and with Noah and I, and we're just gonna talk about that question and what the Bible says about that, and just kind of our experiences along with that. So,
1: yeah, I think a good verse to go along with that, just to kind of put a verse with it, is uh, Galatians seventeen to nineteen. It says, "For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh." And for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing these things that you want to do. And it says in 18, but if you're led by the spirit and um, you're not under the law, um, now the works of the flesh are evident and it goes on to list a bunch, but the first two are sexual immorality and impurity. And so it's just talking about if we're walking in the spirit and we're walking and following the Lord that We are dead to the flesh and the desires of our flesh are opposed to the desires of the spirit and that our heart should be against and not um, desiring um, impurity. And so I guess that practically is is hard, um, obviously, just because the world that's around us and everything that we're fed, even from young ages, and truly just... Being rooted in the spirit and um, just pursuing the Lord and, um, you know, put your heart in the right spot. Mm -hmm. And then I think practically, it looks like just setting boundaries and respecting your body and respecting um, your significant other's body with practical boundaries. Mm -hmm. I think that was the most helpful thing that we did just from our first date we set two big boundaries that we weren't going to kiss until engagement. And then we said um, that we would not say the words that I love you until engagement. And so that tested both of us and both both of our hearts throughout the dating process to really get to know one, one another instead of just relying on those words or relying on physical touch to like kind of bridge what wasn't there or something like that I think those boundaries were super helpful in that and I think those boundaries were super helpful and I don't think we'd be in the same place that we are today um, if we hadn't set those boundaries but another way that they kind of tested and um, put our pursuit to the test or my pursuit we had said We're not gonna kiss until we got engaged. Then Christina came and said, for some reasons that she was walking through with the Lord, that she didn't want to. She wanted to save her kiss, first kiss for marriage, and so that was, I mean, a test for me. But I had to honor that and had to honor what the Lord was doing in her heart, and to show my pursuit in that way. Just have to make that my boundary as well as hers and ours and just in our relationship and so I think that's what it comes down to is setting boundaries and committing to following the Lord, committing to honoring yourself and committing to f- to honoring the person that you're dating or whoever just committing to those three.
0: I agree. Very well said. I think that something too that I think is so important as you're pursuing the Lord, what's really cool about pursuing the Lord is when you start to p- pursue Him, you're pursuing purity because the Lord yeah. in Himself is the the most pure being. That Even in the person of Jesus, when He came down and became fully man and fully God, He was the purest person that ever lived. And I think that When you're pursuing the Lord, it doesn't... I don't want to say that it makes (laughs) pursuing purity easier because it's not easy, but it makes it...
1: It sets your heart in the right spot. Yeah. So that you're not doing it out of the flesh. You're doing it in the spirit Mm -hmm. and you're being empowered by the Lord and you're walking in that and walking in holiness. Yeah. and Walking set apart from the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: which is what holiness is, is you're walking, you're set apart from what the culture is feeding you from what anybody is telling you. You can't walk in holiness and walk in your flesh. Yeah. You can't walk in the spirit. And w- it's, it's this verse that for these are opposed to each other Yeah, to keep you from doing the things that you want to do.
0: Something that was really cool during that time, whenever, um, I was going through something with the Lord and, um, I did shift that boundary in my brain. I was just kind of expecting, oh, well, he's just going to nod his head and yes, man, me and be like, yeah, the sure that's, you know, whatever. And it was cool because my conviction got challenged in a really gentle way to really make me think about why I was saving that for the covenant of marriage, because I think that there definitely were some other things going on in my flesh that could have shifted the reason why I was doing that. I really appreciated whenever I shifted that boundary, Noah going to scripture with me in seeking mentorship about that change in boundary to not only understand my heart and where I was coming from and what the Lord was doing in me, but to also learn everything about this boundary and what the Bible said about the boundary or didn't say or whatever so that it could become his boundary and become our boundary and become something that we were both locked into as opposed to me just dragging him along (laughs) until marriage.
1: So that was something for me that I, to be fully invested in, to be fully committed to that boundary, I had to first be committed to What the Lord had to say about that and to seek not only wise counsel, but to seek just God's word and what his word said about, you know, what Christina had brought up and to see if that's something that was right or wrong or or what. Fully committing to that, to first committing to the Lord, Mm -hmm. then committing to her and committing to myself. Yeah that boundary then follows
0: underneath that. Yeah, that's so true. And I think that that's the most important part about boundaries because I did like what you said about, like, if you were to just said yes of, like, yeah, sure, we'll do that. Like, you're not committing yourself to it. Yeah, You're just saying, oh, yeah, that's what you want, so that's what I want.
1: And then later down the line when it comes down to testing that boundary yeah. is that something that i'm going to be committed to yeah is that something that i'm going to be respectful to you know yeah. is that something that i'm going to be conscientious conscientious about mm-hmm. when i'm you when know, we're thinking about down. speaking in you know, thinking about where, when and how we're spending our time you yeah know?
0: because of the boundaries we set in general it allowed our And we're not, our heart in saying these boundaries are really just to not even give you guys guidelines of what you should do, but just to encourage you, like, go to the Word of God and then what you, in your relationship with Him and what He lays on your heart to do, like, that's the most important. Yeah. And that's what we hope is reflected.
1: I think a lot of people, even especially just, like, looking at what the world says and seeing how how much i mean just like kissing is thrown around and everything Mm -hmm. like it was honestly like at first silly to me not silly but like so just not i didn't understand why or how to (laughs) not kiss until whenever and I was like, "What? That's in, like impossible." But I was like, "Let's <laughs> let's do it." Like I'm down because I am committed to the Lord and I'm committed to just committed. And so I didn't know before. Like if Christina hadn't said that, I just wouldn't have even thought about it. Not out of like because I've wanted something different. Just because I didn't know different. You know, it's not a, a capital like a sin to kiss before you're married you know and so
0: (laughs) which that's not what we're saying at all by the way (laughs) and that's
1: that's just something that i was like well you know i never thought of it to be of much importance but i mean it's seriously such a helpful boundary to have and just because it stops other things from happening and Mm -hmm. where's your heart Mm -hmm. you know like Why do you need to be making out all the time like you don't? (laughs) I love hanging out with you, Christina, Mm -hmm. and I love talking to you. And I mean, like I said earlier, like if we would have just been (laughs) kissing all the time, like we wouldn't have had half the conversations we would have had. We would have been in a totally different spot and a totally different dynamic of our relationship. It would
0: have changed our story completely, I think.
1: Definitely. And so, and that's just because we both know we're both touchy people. Yeah. And, I mean, we just saved ourselves a lot of heartache with that. Even though Mm -hmm. it's super difficult, we could both attest to that. I mean, loving somebody so much and like... (laughs) I'll look at you and be like, I just want to kiss you on the mouth. (laughs) But I know it's going to be so much sweeter when we're married. And I know that it's, you know, it's helped us to grow and to get um, where we are right now.
0: Another boundary that we had set in place besides um, the physical boundary of kissing and all that was not saying I love you until engagement. And for me personally, you know, once Noah and I were together for a little bit and we knew that our relationship was going to end in marriage just from things we were hearing from the Lord, it became very difficult for me to not say those words. And it really made me think about what those words actually meant. And it made me think about what... Because I remember like when I was in middle school, you know, you're talking to a guy for like four weeks and you're like, oh, my gosh, I love you. Or, you know, you just throw that yeah. phrase around and I'm I'm totally guilty of that. And I think that for me, that boundary tested my heart at a completely just on a different level, because even in normal everyday sentences where i would usually say oh i love this song or i love this food like it really made me when i felt the desire to say that word it made me feel like actually i comparing my desire to eat this cookie to the amount of love i feel for noah i don't actually love this cookie like it just
1: and it was showed in our conversation too yeah like because of that i don't know if this is useful or meaningful at all to anybody but I mean, we just, we said like for almost everything that we talked about. Yeah. And if we said that we love something, then it was like huge. Like yeah. Like it meant a lot and we were super stoked about it or something. And so, yeah, that was, that was big. And then it just made the first time saying those words.
0: Man, I, I love <laughs> that moment so much.
1: it. I mean, that boundary was, it wasn't easy, but I mean, it was seriously the most, like, rewarding and, like, sweet thing ever. Mm. Just because there's, I mean, it's hard just because you obviously do feel that way about each other before you're getting engaged, hopefully. (laughs) It's like, I like this person, all right, let's... Let's do it, whatever. You're kind of nice. Yeah. (laughs) Like Obviously, you're going to feel that way. And so we found different ways to say that we liked each other. You know, we would just... Well, we
0: actually had to, like, show each other. You know what I mean? And, like...
1: Instead of just saying it, we had to act it out. Yeah.
0: It was more... And even after... Because even when you're dating... And you feel all those emotions when you first start dating, those fade after a little bit. And so yeah. because we hadn't thrown around those words, we actually were like, no, even though I'm not feeling that certain feeling right now, I still love you because it's I'm, I'm committed to you.
1: Yeah. And it gave space to say, if, if this wasn't what the Lord wanted, which it, I mean, like if if this had been another relationship, yeah, that boundary is helpful because after those four weeks of hanging out five times, <laughs> you know, it's like, and then you say that and then it's like, oh wait, he did something super stupid and that's his character and he does that all the time. And I didn't know, like it, it gives you a way out, I guess, or not a, it just like saying those things, and then having to go back on it, like...
0: It leaves you without having...
1: Any hurt on both ends.
0: Yeah, not just no hurt, but, like, you don't owe that person anything.
1: Yeah. And, like, it's more preventative, I guess. hmm But still, at the same time, like, very practical and not too hard to do, like, on a day-to-day basis. There was definitely yeah. times where I wanted to say it, obviously, but, like to just say something else was just as easy.
0: The time where it got obviously very hard is whenever it was like the month we got engaged and we were both kind of feeling that it, I mean, I was kind of, you knew it, you knew the exact date when it was going to happen, but I was kind of feeling it was happening soon. (laughs) So it definitely like.
1: That week.
0: Yeah. That (laughs) week it was like, ah, especially for you. I can't even imagine. It's like in one day.
1: Those were just some practical boundaries. That helped us. I'm sure you can probably think of more. Um, And maybe those, I don't know why they wouldn't work for you. Maybe you, I don't know. Do them if you want.
0: Talk to the Lord about it first.
1: Yeah. And it's a good sign that, I mean, if there's some pushback from your guy, don't be surprised. But... I mean, you can tell if they're being genuine about it, that you can tell if they're committed to it, and you know their heart, if they're committed to the Mm -hmm. Lord, and if they're not committed to the Lord and committed to those things, then why are you... Assuming you're a believer listening to this, then why are you, you know, allowing this to happen, I guess? I don't know.
0: No, yeah, and I think that... You just made me think of something that when you're putting, setting those boundaries in place in a relationship, it truly does give an opportunity to see that person's heart and where they're at. Because when you make boundaries and commit to purity, you're not committing to the other person you're in a relationship with. You're committing to the Lord because the Lord is pure. Yeah. You know, and like if our purity, if we were walking in the flesh with our purity, and I was like, these boundaries hinge on Noah, we would have messed up a long time ago. Or if he would have been like, these boundaries hinge on Christina. And we're both humans who feel and think and all these things. And so it's just like hinging those boundaries on each other isn't helpful. So when you say that those are, whatever your boundaries are, that they're the desires of your heart. Like it'll show where their heart is with the Lord. And if they're committed to him first,
1: then whether their desires are in the flesh or the spirit.
0: Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing for me when I was younger is realizing that I'm, I'm not remaining pure for anyone else except for the Lord. And just when you commit to purity, it's not even, oh, well, I'm committing to these things for my future husband. It's not hinged on that. That is a gift. And that is a nice benefit, obviously, to the fact that you're committing yourself to those boundaries. But ultimately, it is for honoring the Lord and glorifying him. And when you're Walking in the spirit in your boundaries, like we talked about on the last podcast, you can maintain those boundaries in the spirit and in his strength. But when you're trying to commit to those boundaries in the flesh, you have to try and maintain it in the flesh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So before we conclude this episode, is there any last thoughts or encouraging words you have for the ladies
1: um last thought uh kind of like what i was saying like if there's some pushback on a boundary or um something like that just i mean ultimately use your judgment and um it's all about the heart and if it's like hey i don't want to do this because i don't respect you or because i don't feel like it or because i want something else that's one thing, but if it's pushing back because they're truly trying to understand your heart and trying to Mm -hmm. find, um, clarity and seek, um, God through that, um, give time and allow time for understanding because, um, what these guys are being fed, um, just like you and just like everybody else. I mean, it's hard and, um, everyone's struggling with it you're not the only one struggling it with it the guys are struggling with it too so just um give grace where grace is needed and be smart and uh, guard your heart
0: good words good words babe
1: well thanks (laughs) (laughs) thanks help you check them out next time love this girl right here she's good listen to it bye bye don't don't like that either. I Do won't, something else.
0: I won't. So, <laughs> I hope...
1: <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
0: I hope, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Gentle and Gracious. Thank you, my dearest darling Noah, for joining me today and sharing your heart and wisdom with all the women listening. It's so valuable to... Here, I think it's so valuable to talk about purity not just from a woman's perspective but from a guy's perspective as well because it just, like you said, it allows for more understanding and more grace to be yeah. given. So, that is all for this week's episode of Gentle and Gracious. I hope you guys enjoyed this super chill but super insightful conversation with my fiance Noah Wilcox about purity we were we just had so much fun as you can tell we laughed and we went deep with you guys and let us know if it was helpful let us know if you have any more questions or if you want to hear more about our story or have Noah on the podcast again just message me on instagram at gentle and gracious or comment on a picture at gentle and gracious just let us know what you want to hear about. Would you like to hear more about relationships? What, what aspects of being in a relationship you'd want to hear about, or maybe even just singleness. Cause before Noah guys, I was single for 19 years of my life. So do know a lot about that. So that is all for this week's episode. I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. And I hope you have an awesome Wednesday.